Welcome, my name is Sam and I am your host for Faith for Finances. This week we are looking at the 12 simple steps of money mining. We actually call it the money mining method and it's about three years worth of curriculum. So in a really short period of time, I wanna give you an overview of why and how having a system to make day-to-day -day financial decisions that bring you into a relationship with the Lord God are, is important and how it, it starts to look. Welcome. My name is Sam and I am your host for Faith for Finances and this week we are looking at the 12 steps of money minding and that whole curriculum is about three years in length so what we're going to do is look at it as an overview of how the word of God and the world of money that we live in today can be bridged together because the two are really polar opposite so as I was praying about this I was like Lord, how do we do this? What can we do so that people understand how money impacts every area of our life and how we can bring God right into our day-to-day -day transactions so that we can diffuse some of that strategy, some of that math, some of that intimidation, and we can make it more interesting and exciting and learn at the same time. And so he brought to mind our daughter's favorite kids book. It's called I Shop With My Daddy. And really that's what we'd like to do is we'd actually like to go shopping with our daddy, our heavenly father. And in this, uh, this book was particularly meaningful in our family because our daughter did go shopping with my husband and it's really simple. And I think it's a great example of small things repeated consistently and how they can produce the biggest results in the shortest amount of time. Because when we're young, we learn things, we pick up things. Our view of the world around us gets shaped at a very young age and financially that comes with the messages that we hear and do we hear people fighting about money? Are we told we can't do this and we can't do that? Who makes you think that you're gonna be able to do that? So in this book, we start off by driving to the store, we take a card, we open the door. But one of the things that's so valuable about it, I think, is the little girl, can we get some cookies, please? And daddy says, not today, so I put them away. Daddy didn't say, we can't afford it. Daddy didn't say, whatever, you don't need cookies. Daddy said, not today. And so there's a, a good analogy in there, and it's also a great reminder to pay attention to what we hear about finances, what we might have heard in the past about finances, because if we start trying to apply financial knowledge based on our current level of thinking, then we're missing the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, and we can be very easily led astray to follow the the path of I need money, I need money, I need money, or well money comes from people so I've got to go and ask people for money, or I need a job, or we can be lulled into um, something like this which says how I made $287,000 in one week with information products and it's a, it was a big 
ebook thing that you could download and there's some really good lessons in this because as soon as you start to feel oh, wow I want that there's a, a reminder of a desire a God-given desire or if you see something like that and you immediately judge it then that's a thought process and so the money mining method is about paying attention to these things and cultivating your relationship with God your relationship with others we have lots of people say oh this is about your relationship with money well no it's about understanding your relationship with God and what is he called you to we're not talking about biblical principles that you implement with self-effort we're talking about connecting to your purpose your godly vision your godly desires and then making decisions based on that seeking out knowledge seeking about connecting with other people in order to make decisions that will then lead you to the strategy and the systems that will then enable him to work through you to fulfill the plans and the purposes so if you see this two hundred eighty seven thousand dollars in one week and you've got a reaction take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ there's some great things that you can learn from that just like there's some great things that you can go back and you can learn from kids books because we didn't learn one plus we didn't learn finance in the same way one plus one equals two we learned finance as we were out there doing it so the whole money mining method is four quadrants we have the planning uh, side we have the decision-making side and then we overlay that with how do you identify and multiply seeds small seeds and how do you then deal with credit and debt we're obviously not going to go into the whole thing um, but it we're talking about cash flow so in the I don't have enough money for cookies or not today there's wisdom in that because if you've got a certain amount of cash flow but you have a, a different level of a desire as you start to put a cash flow together then you can start to understand when it makes sense to do a purchase and where you might be going backwards or where you're going forward and where you can reinvest the money a lot of this stuff is um, it's not been taught but it's actually not that complicated I read a book uh, ooh, years ago there's a lot of wisdom that you can pick up from other people other authors and other when you don't have people around you to speak into your life you can glean knowledge from books but I also know that a lot of the finance books are written from the perspective of the world system in fact I would say most of them are and even though a lot of the Christian books are biblical principles well my Bible is full of information and wisdom on finances but I know that the Bible is about relationship and God's desire that we walk and we live in relationship with him that we don't apply self-effort that it's him working through us and that we connect first with him we seek him with our whole heart and the money was going to be a stumbling block so this book called money love you could go whoa what's that about and I'm pretty sure it's not a, a, um, a Christian book but there was such great knowledge and such great wisdom in how to set up bank accounts and and how to understand the whole concept of how spending money 
fuels our economy and how our banking system works. And so it was a little book. It was written, interestingly, right after the... Uh, the U.S. came off the gold standard, and we started to become a credit-based society. And then we have some really, really very, very knowledgeable teachers. Robert Kiyosaki is one that a lot of people know. His first book was written in 1997 called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And the, the thought process between a mindset that is dependent on money versus one that is really walking by by um, faith and not by sight is almost must read for everybody because we have to understand the way the world works in order to understand how we have been taught so that we can then discern the truth versus what is fake. This is um, Mr. Kiyosaki's latest book. But if you start to read this without having a knowledge of this, then you can actually start to fuel the fear and when you get the fear then you can start to be led astray by and get lured into these big gaps this gotta have money gotta have money well yeah God knows that but we also don't want to just ignore it and pretend like it doesn't matter so where do we start with all of this is what the whole money minding method is all about and so let me uh, pull this up here we start with prayer for sure, because you don't transform your thinking or your results with the same level of thinking that got you to where you are today. So recognizing how your thoughts have been shaped, how your view of money, how your view of the world has been shaped is a great first step. Go right back, take every thought captive, and then learn how to pray about finances. We have a financial prayer site on Facebook through the Money Mining Facebook page. And it's fascinating because a lot of people, they have great financial need, and yet they're, uh, send money, send money, send money, send money. And it's like, well, God's already given you something. Right now, it's the fact that you're connected online. You've got an idea, you have a need, you have a purpose. Now what? And how do we start to ask those questions? And that's where we start to learn how to pray. God gave me the uh, Lord's Prayer as a template for praying for finances a number of years ago. And we tend to think of it as praying for everything but finances. And yet finances are those things right from Genesis through to Revelation that God knew it was going to be a stumbling block. He says, test him on this. Jesus said, you can't serve both God and money. And then you read the different parables. Jesus talked more about money than anything other than of uh, the kingdom of God. So where do we start? Where's my 12 steps? Hey, I'm going to look mostly at the 12 steps. And three years worth of curriculum and exercises if you really want to do that. We have an immersion program. I just encourage you to start. Please don't get overwhelmed. Just say, oh, I never thought about it like that. And then listen to other people's questions or ask a question because the only bad question is the one that's not asked. And we all have to admit that we don't have all of the answers and that the world changes so fast. I heard Mr. Kiyosaki, who's written tons of books, very, very successful author, saying he knows nothing. 
mean, he knows a lot more than the rest of us, for sure. He's very connected. But the fact is that we are not all connected and none of us knows. But what we can do is start somewhere. And so we stand on the truth. And the truth is that God's word is not a whole collection of principles, although there are definitely principles there. The word is about our heart and about him in us, who we are in him. So where do we start? The purpose. We're going to go through the, the planning side first. And this, you can get this from faithforfinances.com and moneyminding.com. And then just start looking at it and make some make some questions or start to, if you don't understand some of the language, that's fine. Just ask. Because if you're intimidated by it or you don't want to look at it or you think you got it all together, that's a really great reason to go, oh, <laughs> maybe I didn't. So here we go. Purpose. What is your purpose? What has God called you to? Your vision. Where... What kind of, of lifestyle would you like to live? Because everybody has a different idea of what they like to do. And then the biggest part of vision, though, is what is the cost? Do some research. That's a really, it's actually a fun exercise. But you're starting to walk by faith, not by sight. If you're afraid to go and calculate the cost of your dream, that's a really good indication that there is some kind of a fear or anxiety that maybe you can't or you won't or God won't. And take those thoughts captive. Seeds, what do you have in your hand? We were talking just this week or last week about an opportunity and the opportunity to giving back the opportunity, giving back the idea. What kind of ideas do you have? Maybe that they're not for you, but maybe they're for somebody else. I love the stories of young people. I have a couple really fun ones lately. Um, Alan Johnson is a money mining ambassador and his daughter-in-law has written a kid's book. It's beautiful. We can do that right now. And you can get that stuff up on Amazon really quickly. Ben and Jen, who are part of the production crew, they have a drone and they are doing stuff with the drone. My son-in-law is a, a gifted writer and he's just made a website by learning how to do this stuff on his own called ericusesheswords.com. You know, it, you just start. And you ask questions. We have access to information. There's no such thing as no opportunity. So all of these things become seeds. We were just chatting earlier about the, the seeds of things that you've already created. You've got ideas. You've got written material. You have something. Maybe it's not a seed for you, but maybe it's a seed for somebody else. But that's where the community is so important and people that can speak into the situation that's why you need to know how much money do you actually need to fulfill that purpose that step one two and three seriously will change your life there's a lot of exercises and a lot of pieces that come into that but when you when you really get right down to it what is your purpose What's the cost of your vision and what are the seeds? Okay, then you can put some systems in place. And that's where you start to make decisions about financial tools. You start to have some habits. How do you track your receipts and what do you do with your pieces of paper and monitor your investments and spending and all of that sort of stuff? 
and then the community. As the community prospers, so do you. If you hang around with bank robbers, sooner or later you're going to be a bank robber. If you hang around with multimillionaires, sooner or later you are going to aspire to something bigger than what you've currently got right now. Then you get into the financial stuff. So we've at, we're only at six. Then you look at how you maximize and use your current income. Then managing risk, which is loss, and minimizing and reducing obstacles, identifying obstacles, identifying exit strategies before you even start. There is so much to that. We think risk is just emergencies and losses. Um, leveraging. Leveraging in financial planning circles is like, ooh, yikes, scary word. Um, but it's not really, because what if you've got a... Um, I don't know, a phone, or you've got an idea. This document here about how to make 287, how this guy made $287,000 in a week, there's a lot of stuff you can learn from that, and you can adapt and you can modify. You don't have to follow it word for word. You don't have to buy the system. You can learn from these things, pay attention to it. You can leverage all of that stuff. You can leverage your past stories. You can leverage other people's work. Um, uh, Gay Stewart is... Um, uh, somebody that's been with me probably the longest. She bought the she she took the very first money minding makeover course, and so she's done some painting and she did some writing. So you can work with other people. You can uh, pool your resources. Children that get together to do a lemonade stand, they typically do it in twos or threes or fours, and they go to their parents and they say, "Do you have a table? Do you have a pitcher?" And and then they they have fun. It's fun and it's simple. We don't need to make it more complicated than that. And then at the very top of our planning side, we get into harvest. And that's when you start to take what you've got and you're building or acquiring assets to produce immediate income. And then defaulting from that is the growth in the underlying asset. And then you get the creative stuff. You get the gold, the commodities, the foreign exchange, the cryptocurrencies. You get all of this really fun stuff at the top. But you don't get there until you, unless you start at the bottom. And then along the way, we have a planning side, or a decision-making side, and it also starts with purpose. And interestingly, rate of return is number 11 out of number 12. And we don't focus on that growing this big pot of gold so that we can um, earn, save, and consume. We look at the biblical model of there's a seed and we're going to plant that seed and we're going to bring in, the, we're going to cultivate it, we're going to bring in the harvesters, we're going to overflow and share with other people. And the seed is a small thing and I'm just going to end with the income generating blueprint because it was inspired by the parable of the talents. And the parable of the talents and the minas, there's two of them, which makes it that much more interesting, is um, we were given something. The, the servants were given something by the master, and they were told to go and produce wealth. And so you can start with a very small seed, faith as big as a mustard seed. And in this case, the blueprint starts with $10. And if you can take $10 and you can turn it into $20, and then take $20 and turn it into $40, and $40 into $80, and $160, and $320, and $640, etc., etc., etc. You don't have to do it exactly like that. It doesn't have to have anything like that, but it's taking a small thing and 
learning along the way to expand your thinking and then to analyze your thinking in order to make some decisions about what makes sense for you and who's going to benefit and what is the benefit. It becomes purposeful, purpose-driven income that overflows and blesses others, that puts food on your table and also gives all glory and all thanksgiving to God. So where do we... Uh, where do we go with this? There's no doubt that our whole life is impacted by the world that we live in. But we also know that the Word of God is above all of that. The Word of God is enduring. The Word of God is, is uh, stronger and sharper. It's alive, sharper than any two-edged sword, able to cut through bone and marrow and even spirit that spirit that will stop us from connecting, stop us from asking questions, stop us from even dreaming, stop us from opening the mail and paying our bills. But we do have a system. And God's word says in 1 Corinthians 14:40 about order and harmony. And he's talking about order and harmony in the church. But we need to connect and understand that it's not random, it's not haphazard, it is, it is peaceful, it can be fun, it can happen in relationship, and it doesn't matter if you're 10 or 110. Where you are is where you start, and it's like, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? What are you going to do as I surrender my life, as I surrender my finances? Who are you going to connect me to? The group of people that are the production team is the result of a very long-standing dream and just keep talking and keep going and keep going. We start with prayer. We end with prayer. We bring God right into every conversation so that we can go shopping with our Heavenly Father. And so, Lord God... We thank you that you gave us the principles, but we thank you first that you gave us your son, Jesus. You gave. You blessed us from the beginning in Genesis. You gave us all of the, the stories about how we would be led astray. And all the way through to Revelation, we know that you care about this area of our life and that you want us to follow you with our whole heart. And so, Heavenly Father, I thank you for those that have ears to hear and eyes to see and that they will recognize that you care about their finances, that you have new hopes and new dreams and that, you, um, that you're going to help them take the next step and the next step and the next step for your glory to fulfill the plans and the purposes, the good plans and the purposes that you have for each of their children. Thank you, Jesus, and it's in your mighty name that we pray. Amen. So come uh, visit us at faithforfinances.com, and moneymining.com is the name of the ministry. And just start. Look forward to seeing you again next week. God bless. Yeah.